You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Regression or progression. Tight end edition. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. We're talking about some tight ends taking a look at what they did last season and whether they think we think they're going to be better or worse than they were a year ago. And, you know, we, we just recorded, you heard it on your feed on Friday, uh, some bounce back stuff. And we talked about Mark Andrews. I don't think we need to go into him. I think everybody expects him to be better this season than he was last season. But let's start with one of the big surprises of last season, TJ Hawkinson who ended up being the number four tight end in points per game. He was number two tight end in overall scoring last season, obviously played a huge role after that trade to Minnesota. Do we think he's going to be better or worse in 2023? I'm going to go with worse here, Chris. I just think what we're looking at this Minnesota team, a lot of what we saw with Hawkinson last year was Mm -hmm. volume-based. Now you bring in Jordan Addison, who quite clearly at this stage of his career versus Adam Thielen is going to offer you more from a separation standpoint than Thielen could give Minnesota last year. And so I think Addison kind of becomes, and especially in the ways that Addison wins, it's in similar areas to where Hawkinson wins. It's those layup routes, as I like to call them, those get open quick and present a target right away for the quarterback so he doesn't have to hold on to the football. So if that rapport starts to build with Cousins and Addison early, that's when I think you start to jump off the Hawkinson trade. To me, he's not worth the premium price that it costs to get him. Yeah, I mostly agree with that. I I think he's, it's always tough when you're talking about the tight end position because when you're playing fantasy football, like I, I play and analyze fantasy baseball and the, the rosters are so much bigger, right? You're starting 23 players in a roto league and fantasy football, you're starting nine and it's a kicker and a defense. So like you're actually good players. There's only a handful of spots for them. And I want as many possible difference makers as I can in each spot. And TJ Hawkinson, like it's nice to have a tight end that you just don't have to yeah. worry about, right? Like he's probably going to get like eight points, at minimum every game. He's going to catch four passes for 40 yards in his worst games, right? And you'll get the occasional, you know, eight catches for 90 yards and a touchdown kind of game from him. But, like, he's probably not going to be a consistent difference maker. And that's a tough player to to invest in, especially if it's going to cost, you know, a, a fifth-round pick like it might right. with Hawkinson. So that's a tough one. A guy who certainly has difference-making potential, and I think I don't want to speak for you, but I certainly assume... Kyle Pitts is going to take a big step forward from where he was last season. What do you think? 
This is a tough one for me, Chris. I love Kyle Pitts as a prospect. I've been in your camp. We've both been drafting him way too much the past two seasons. <laughs> I just know it in auction leagues. I've gone crazy. I've put him in the – but I love the talent, but I am very concerned that Desmond Ritter will be as bad as Marcus Mariota was as a passer. And now we have Bijan Robinson in the mix there in Atlanta who's going to take a lot more touches than the Atlanta backs took last year on a percentage basis who potentially could be a lot more involved in the passing game than those backs were last year. And I don't know if I see the pie like for him to get where he needs to go to become this fantasy difference maker. So I am very concerned with Kyle Pitts. Obviously, if you just looked at it season long, he's going to be better because he was injured last year. But on a per-game basis, I'm going to say same. Yeah, the one thing I will point out is, you know, Ritter and his four starts averaged, it was right around five to six pass attempts per game more than Marcus Mariota. And you, you know, that doesn't sound like a huge difference, but over the course of the season, you're talking about 100-plus passes. So, you know, that's where... I think even if not much changes, even if Desmond Ritter isn't very good, I do think Kyle Pitts, it'll he'll get back to the 800 yard range, I think. But, you know, whether he can get to 65 yards per game, I think that's a different question. What about Darren Waller progression or regression from him? I hate to answer these questions with the giant stuff in my background, but I can only see progression going forward with Darren Waller. He's already been taking really well to the to the coaching and to the system. He's picked it up fast. He in OTAs just recently today when we're recording, he was the star of OTAs. That means nothing. They're in shorts and shells. I get it. But Daniel Jones is like, I haven't had a six foot six player my entire career, and he's a true six six. And I just feel like what we saw last year with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka was they found a way to maximize Daniel Bellinger, Daniel uh, Hudson. They had Lawrence Cager off waivers in the red zone who were scoring touchdowns mm-hmm. for them. So in the red zone specifically, that's where they really shine with these tight ends. We saw Kafka do it with Travis Kelsey, obviously, in some of those backup tight ends when he was with the Chiefs. So I just think Waller has a really good chance to get to double digit touchdowns. And that alone makes you, you know, makes him going to uh, give some progression from last season. The one thing I would point out is this is a 31 year old or soon to be 31 year old who has Missed a decent amount of time over the past couple of seasons with soft tissue injuries. Yep. He also hasn't had more than 80 or hasn't had 80 yards or more in a game since week 11 of the 2021 season. So, you know, it's it's not just bouncing back. It's, you know, staying healthy. And obviously the opportunity is there, but I'm not 100 percent convinced that I want to pay a premium for him. What about Evan Ingram coming off a career best season with the Jaguars? Do you think he's going to be better or worse in 2020? Regression for sure here, Chris. I just, there's not enough balls to go around that Jaguars offense. Mm-hmm. A lot of talented players. Calvin Ridley comes back into the mix. Trevor Lawrence takes a progression from a passing standpoint, starts to throw more downfield. A lot of those layup throws that were going to Ingram are no longer going to Ingram. They're going to Ridley or even Christian Kirk on the vertical plane. So, Look, I think it's going to be – he's still going to have some blow-up games, but they're going to be – he's going to be a much better best ball player. Yeah, he had that three-game stretch where he caught 11, 8, and 7 passes from weeks 14 through 16. You look at the games that were around that one, it was one catch for four yards, five catches for 30 yards, one catch for 16 yards, and then had one good playoff game, one bad playoff game. So, yeah, I think – we kind of remember the big blow up during the fantasy playoffs. And that might make us think that Evan Ingram was a little better than he was, but yeah, I I don't expect him to take a step forward. And with the addition of Calvin Ridley, I think it's entirely possible. He's a little worse next season. So again, not an, not a guy that I want to pay any kind of premium for with Evan Ingram. If he falls to me, I'm okay with it, but that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow. a very
very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.